What's up, Hello? Victor? How are you, buddy? Hello, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. First of all, welcome to On The Volley. Uh, I know Matt wanted to be here, but he's... Also, unfortunately, he won't... He told me to do it anyway without him, so... I'm just going to... Uh, so, first of all, tell me what it's like being so a part of the it's, class. It's cutting, it's cutting up a little bit. Sorry, I don't know if it's my connection. I don't know. No, but, you're good. I can hear you perfectly. Okay, can you repeat the question, please? Yeah, so tell me what it's like being a uh, part of the Baltimore Blast. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me and uh, for the invite. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> uh, for me to be at the blast, for me, it's really important. I always said it was a team that I always played against and I always, it was a team I always looking, looked forward to play against. Always had good teams and a very good competition. I oh, yeah, rarely, rarely beat them. So it was always a team I looked for that, that one day I could maybe make the move and play for them. You know, and I'm I'm just happy that it yeah. happened that I'm here. So we got to start it. Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll be a big part of that organization. They they have a lot of talent in Baltimore. I've been following Baltimore since I can remember, and they always have quality talent. So the addition of you and uh, Spurman that's gonna be huge down the road. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, uh, I don't know. We bring something different to the team, obviously, for being new guys, and uh, hopefully, we just get to the to the rhythm of, of things quicker, and then yeah, and then just go from there. But I think I think we'll be fine. How have you been adjusting going from Orlando to Baltimore? Well. In terms of the weather, it's a big adjustment. So oh, I, li- yeah. I lived in St. Louis, Cedar Rapids, and then when I went to Orlando, obviously it was a, a big change. So I'm just getting used to the yeah. weather again. Yeah, I, I just moved from Milwaukee to Arizona, so I I understand completely. Big it's change. Very, yeah, it's very different, that's for sure. Uh, so what got you into? I've been following you for a long time since you've been with Cedar Rapids and Orlando. But what really got you into indoor soccer? What's the appeal of indoor soccer? Because let's be honest, not many people watch indoor soccer. Like mm-hmm. more more people watch outdoor soccer than they do indoor soccer. Yeah, definitely. Uh... Well, I was at a point I had just graduated in college and I just decided I wanted to keep playing. And I met Lucas Almeida, which is still at the ambush. Yeah. I met him in Mississippi where where I went to school and he was going he had already signed for the ambush and he was going to play indoor. So I wanted to keep playing somewhere. It didn't matter really anywhere. So I just trained with him and I mean 
he saw me training, he saw me playing and stuff, and then he told me to go to San Luis to do a, a tryout and see if, you know, if I could play for the team and stuff. Right. So that's kind of how I saw it was like, you know, it was a good competition, good level. Uh, I was sure. too young, so I could I could still make those those decisions. So I just went for it, did the the trial for the for the ambush, right. made it, and then that's kind of how it all started. If I remember, there was a time when you were in Orlando. I think you were injured, and you had to do color commentary. Do you remember that? I remember seeing you do a couple games where you did. Call it What was that like? Well, yeah. Unfortunately, I've been I've been kind of unlucky with some injuries. Yeah. Well. And yeah, and you know they've just been kind of rough. So getting back, getting back to playing and stuff has helped me. And uh, yeah, absolutely. well, the commentary was. I mean, it's it was pretty cool. Work. I did it. <laughs> I did it in the first game and. Sometimes it's hard to comment a game where oh, your team's really playing, is. where like your team is playing, and I'm trying to talk about you know some of the questions they're asking me, but I'm not trying to give anything away <clears throat> from my team either. Right. And, and I mean, yeah, when you yeah. kind of talk about the game, you kind of talk about what you see on a daily basis, I guess. So it was I just kind of weird. <laughs> you told me uh, before we even started this. You told me that you. We're coaching. What age do you coach? Well, yeah, I coach here at a at a club, just as a trainer. For this okay, club, and I yes. coach the 2010s. 2010s, yeah. Yeah, I coach U18, U19. That's nice. It's yeah, a lot of work. I, it's a lot of work. Oh, it's you have no idea. I think I think coaching older kids is actually more difficult than coaching younger kids. To be quite honest with you. Uh, well, I haven't yet coached older kids. Yeah. But, uh, I would like I would like the experience. I feel like I mean, with with what I've played and stuff, I I guess I can impact a little more. It's definitely a difference between the age groups. That's for sure. I mean, I've coached anywhere from U8 to U19, so <laughs> I, uh, it's definitely different as you go up in the age ladder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. Younger, younger kids are easier, in my opinion, just because they want to learn more than the older kids do. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I thought. I don't know if you'll have the same experience, but that's what I found. Um, so I. It depends. You have, yeah. You have a good Go game against uh, San Diego coming up. Are you excited for that? Very excited. Very excited. Uh, for the team that San Diego has, you know, they have a very good team. Yeah. A very good organization and everything. It's just I just know it's gonna be a, a big game. I know the blast has some history with them, so Oh yeah. We just read it's gonna be a fun game. I'm sure everybody's gonna be watching. Is there anything in the last couple of weeks that you think your team needs to improve on to get better? I mean obviously 
as a coach, I would say every team needs to do something every week to get better. But are there are there any things in particular that you think you need to do better in order to be successful during the course of the rest of these nine weeks? Uh, well, I think you said it. Uh, I feel like every team needs to improve on something. And uh, I just feel like we just need, you know, with some guys that sometimes go out for injury or something and come back and with players like I wasn't playing and now I can play and uh, just feel like we just need the time to play a little more together and we should be fine I mean just keep doing what we're doing and but just do it better you know oh, absolutely. that's kind of that's kind of the way I've always seen the blast and since I got here I was sure that was that's the the situation is just trust Trust the system, trust how we play, and just, just get better on that. You know, we we as fans talk <laughs> because we see it all the time, but what's it like playing on a smaller field like you do at uh, CQ Arena as opposed to a bigger field like, say, like Milwaukee or, uh, you know, like San Diego? What's the difference like playing on a smaller field as opposed to to a bigger field well I feel like a uh, <clears throat> smaller field just makes the game more chaotic you know right. so so sometimes you just gotta think quicker I don't know make quicker decisions and I just feel like every every decision in every game is based on the goal right so you just wanna be oh, as close yeah, to the goal as you can so since you're always like close a... to the goal I mean I enjoy the game cause that's pretty much my game I can find somebody on a pass, I can yeah. take a shot and score. I can post up to somebody. I can, you know, when I'm closer to like, the goal, that's what I feel like. That's what I can do best when I'm always close to the goal. So I like to play at home. What I have do you no like problem. to do more? Do you like to score or do you like to set up goals? Uh, obviously, I like to score more for sure. I like yeah, to score I think, more. I think, I think it's. Think uh, any forward, I think any forward would say that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, setting up somebody is obviously a great feeling too, but I don't think anything beats scoring, so oh, I would no, say score. There's nothing like it. Exactly. Um, so. Besides, obviously, you can't say the blast for this next question, but who do you enjoy watching as a fan of the game? Not as a player, but as a fan, who do you enjoy watching most in the MASL? Like, what team do you follow the most? Uh, well, if I had to pick like a style, you know, a kind of style mm-hmm. that I like to watch, I would say Milwaukee for the passing and moving. That's a good choice. Because obviously they're a good team. Nobody you can play for any team. You can just can't deny that. A very good team, good yeah. system, good players, just good, good all around. And uh, I always, I always watch San Diego too. I always, I like the yeah. the teams they put together. They have good players as well. So I mean, you can't argue with a guy like Craig Childs, and you know they have so many good guys on their team. So, oh yeah, yeah it's, it's. I think that's probably going to be one of my favorite games to watch coming up is Baltimore yeah. and San Diego. 
I believe uh, you guys have two games coming up in in this weekend, don't you? Yeah, we have San Diego on Saturday, and then we have Harrisburg on Sunday. Well, you'll be happy to know that each week, Matt and I give picks for every game, and I have you winning both games. Matt, on the other hand, does not have you winning both games. Matt says you're going to lose to Harrisburg. I have me winning both games. Yeah, I have you winning <laughs> both games. No, hopefully, yeah. No, we're gonna those those two games are gonna be really good games to play and to watch. So, uh, and I think I think Harrisburg is one of those teams that kind of has surprised everybody this year. They've been playing some really good soccer. Oh yeah, I mean they. I mean, their coach, I don't think anybody can argue about, just knows the game really well, have just recently stopped playing, so he's fresh to the game too, so I'm, I'm sure they're going to be, I'm yeah. sure they're going to be a good team, I'm sure they're going to be prepared, but I mean, we'll be all, we'll be prepared too, so we'll see. Now, is it hard playing back-to-back games like that, like going from Harrisburg to San Diego is not a difficult road trip because, you know, I've been following the game for 20 plus years and one of my good friends, Keith Tozer, always said that it was almost better for teams to play back-to-back because you don't have that um, long layoff between games. So, as a player, tell me what it's like to play those back-to-back games. Well, for me, it works like this. If in terms of fitness, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. And, but the problem is like how you end up your first game. You know, are you banged up? Have you got right. kicked? You know, how right. do you? I don't think like the tie is not even the tiring point. It's just how banged up were you from the first game. So if you end up the first game fine. Then I think, you know, you just got to go through that struggle a little bit of warming up and doing all that again. But then you're fine. Right. But if you're banged up, like maybe you rolled something or you got kicked somewhere and then then it's a long process. Then it's right. then it's rough. So, no, I mean, obviously, no, I, it's not it's not ideal at all. You shouldn't. Well, well, of course not. I mean, <laughs> you, you look at San Diego's schedule, I believe they have the next or on the road yeah I mean I can't, I can't imagine I'm not a player obviously but I, I can't even remotely imagine what it's like to play eight straight games on the road especially considering the fact that not only do they play you but they have to play Florida they have to play Monterey that, I know it's kid. yeah, especially away from home. So you're always on the road. You're always having to, you know, adjust to all the situation all the time. So I don't know. I mean, good luck to them. Yeah, but it's so, gonna be rough. Oh yeah, and I think I I said to Matt when we were doing those when we were doing another episode, I said if San Diego doesn't do well on this road trip, I think. It could make a difference in that Western Conference. Um, I think they'll do well. They have a great team, like you said. 
but you know, it doesn't take but one or two games to change the complexion of it in the whole season. So it'll definitely no, be interesting. Def- I mean, I think it's a very, very interesting trip for them playing the teams on this side. Because I mean, just following following the games, I feel like we play kind of a different style on, sure. on the side to to the other side. So I mean, it's just sure. it's just it's good to, you know, it's gonna be good for them because they're gonna make the playoffs. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So this this trip can kind of shape their team up, you know, for maybe something bigger. Right. So that yeah. if they play well, it could it could end up helping them on that side. If you had to choose one team that you were... I mean, obviously, no player is going to say that they're afraid to play anybody, but what team scares you the most to play against? Because there's a lot of good teams in the MASL, but there's there's got to be one that you say, wow, I would rather not play against them. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I guess I can say I used to say that, but now I feel like... Right. I can I can pick who I want to play. So scared of playing somebody? I don't feel like I would be scared of playing well, anybody. Not in, ter- not in terms of like scared, like oh, wow, I'm scared, but like no, yeah. Wow, well, this is a good team, you know. I don't really want to go up against them. Well, uh... because obviously, like if you look, at let's the say playoffs, I would I would say I would say. Maybe on a playoff or something. Now it's gonna happen on Saturday, but San Diego would say it would be a team that I say because I don't, I don't get to play them throughout the season right. ever. You right. know, I never, I never played against San Diego. I think I played well, against San Diego mean, players on like national team and stuff, but never right. played against. So I don't really know what to expect too much, you know, on the field because like. If I if I could say like Milwaukee, but I've played Milwaukee so many times, so I kind of know what to expect. So I feel like I would say San Diego. Um, is it is it a, is it a good thing knowing what to expect against a team like you just mentioned? You played Milwaukee probably dozens of times, and so is it good to know what you're up against when you play a team, or would you would you rather go? go into it not knowing anything because I know when I first came to Arizona using my club team as an example like I I didn't know anything about any of the clubs in Arizona but in a way that was good because you know I got to learn more and more every time I coached the game so is it the same mindset as a player or would you rather go into it knowing everything about your opponent? Uh, I mean, honestly, right now it's hard for me to tell you because I kind of know I've been following the league, playing and following the league, so I kind of know sure, what to expect sure. from every team since I've watched all of them. But the difference with Milwaukee or like even, you know, the Blast when I was not here or mm-hmm. even teams like Kansas City or, you know, you know, they just don't have good players. They have players in the older game. They have system. They have, you know. Right. And when it's ran well, it's hard to stop. So, you know, just those oh, games that you know yeah, that you know that you got to be on top of your game every time. You know, otherwise you're going to get beat and you don't want to get beat. So, 
that's you know, that's, that's kind of how I say about what I'm saying about Milwaukee. I just know it's know, always it's always a game. It's always a good game. Oh yeah, and when you play for teams like Milwaukee or San Diego or or Baltimore, you know, you kind of get spoiled because they're good year after year after year. Even if they go through those rough patches, you know that they're going to be there at the end of the year. Like when when Baltimore went through that three-game losing streak, everybody knew that they were going to turn around and be right back where they used to be and that's kind of what you're seeing right now you're just coming off of a 7-3 win against a Sonora team that is quite frankly I think they've surprised a lot of people this year too Mm -hmm. well I think they have a very good team they're very uh they're like a, yeah. you know, they're very light, a light team. They can run. They're fast, and uh, I mean, I th- I feel like Sonora just came back, right? So they are just came back in the league, or no? Uh, yeah, that's right. Like yeah, they just came back. So right. you know, they obviously had always had good players. So it just will take them a little bit of time to be good again, oh, yeah. and then they're probably gonna be fine. Can you say the same thing for Rochester? Uh, well, I think so. I just think, you know, this game, the more you play with, you know, the players you are around and you, you understand them and you, yeah, you have a system and you know how to execute it well, then you should be fine. And then you add some pieces right. here and there. Every time it helps, you know. And that's so, all it is. I, I, I said, I don't think, you know, Rochester is going to be one of those teams that, you know, turns it around this year. But I think if you look at them in the next couple of years, I think they're going to be right there in that Eastern Conference. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. They just came back this year, so they just need a little bit of time. But I think they should be fine. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. I always, I, I always hope everybody, you know, I always hope everybody does well and have good teams and just help the level of the league and help the games to be, you know, better, more competitive, everything, so. Well, and I think, you know, that's what separates our league from a lot of other sports leagues where where players in this league are reachable, you know, they reach out to fans. Like, if I was doing a blog for the NFL, there's no way I would get Aaron Rodgers to come on my podcast and do my podcast with me, you know. I've already I've already gotten Gordy Gerson to agree with to do an episode Ian Ben and you know, the list goes on and on. And mm-hmm. that's just that's just not something you would see in the NFL or the NBA or you know, MLS, anything like that. You just wouldn't see that the way you see it here in the major arena soccer league. And I think that's what makes us unique. For sure. I think I think, you know, the league us the players we make the league, you know, what we present on the field and you know it's no, what's I gonna think... it's what's gonna be out there, obviously. Uh so I just think the more the more we do it, the more, you know, we help the, the league grow and 
Well, and that's it. just it. And it makes a unique experience for people like me who have been around the game and who decided to start a podcast. And you're the first player I've ever had on this podcast. So that's pretty cool. I've never done an interview with a player before. So this is pretty cool for me. And like I said, I know Matt wanted to be here too, but because of schedule obligations, he, he just couldn't be. But this is awesome. I've never gotten to do no, this before. It's cool. It's cool that you're doing it. I mean, you're going to interview other players and I don't know, sometimes some player or somebody has something to say that, you know, if people are listening, it could be good. So right. that's nice. That's a, that's, that's a good, good thing to do. So you used to play for with Gordy Gerson and obviously he moved on to Florida and we all know what Florida's doing right now. Are you... Are you kind of surprised with what Florida's doing right now? Because to me, like, if you signed 13, 14 new players before a season, to me it would be very difficult to mesh as well as they are missing in the first nine weeks of the season. Well, uh... I mean, I'm not very surprised, to be honest, because they signed all these players. and I think all of them, or maybe 80% of them, have played in the league for a while now. And, yeah, you know, it's a mix of players that had just won a championship and players that, you know, have... Uh, you know, they just make that good mix and it worked out it's working out I mean they're a very good team so I'm not I'm not very surprised and I mean if we're going to be realistic about things Florida could easily be a team that you guys see in the playoffs or even Milwaukee sees in the playoffs oh definitely definitely I mean those are those are I always say like those are the fun games you know if they happen, it's fun to play. It's fun to watch. So, whoever we play, I, I just know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be good. Do you do you like the fact that if you finish first in your conference, that you get to pick who you're going to be able to play first in the in the playoffs? Um, or from a player's standpoint, does it does it not really matter who you play? Well, here obviously, if you have the the choice to pick, you're gonna you're gonna check at the time. You know, what's what's your best matchup? You know, right, so exactly. Nobody can nobody can deny that, that that's a good thing at the end of the day. But just soccer in general is just a kind of weird thing, you know, to pick who you're gonna play. So I don't know. We'll see how it finishes. See how it plays out. Do but you... it's it's different for sure. It's different. Do you feel like Baltimore is kind of hitting their stride now? Because, like I said, I I watched that game against Sonora, and you guys looked really good. I mean, the fourth quarter was a little chaotic for you guys, but by that point, you already had a big enough lead where I don't think it mattered. Um, You guys are at the you know, it's you're hitting your stride. 
Uh, well, I, I, I can say I could think so, yeah, because I feel like now we have everybody available pretty much, and, you know, I'm able to play right now. Lucas just signed with the team, Rocky. Yeah, Which is that, a, that's a great addition as well. Huge addition. So yeah, that's a huge addition to your team. I just feel like now we kind of shaped up to how or who we want to be and how we want to play, and now we're just working towards that that goal. And yeah, that's it. And I, yeah, that's it. Well, listen, man. I want to thank you so much for joining me. It's been a blast. No pun intended, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, hey, man, I, I wish you the best of luck on the rest of the season. Although not too much luck against Milwaukee, please. Let's, let's, <laughs> keep, let's keep it easy against Milwaukee. But, hey, man, it, it's been great. I, I thank you so much for doing this. And I know the, the people on MASL, MASL off the wall are going to love this. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. No problem, no problem. Thank you for for inviting me. And you know, even though MS off the wall goes a little crazy sometimes, thank you for the the support that you guys give. No, and, no, uh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you know everybody on the the games and stuff. And good luck to everybody. Hey man, good luck against San Diego. That's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to that one. And like I Thank said, good luck on the rest of the season. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, buddy. Take care. Take care. Bye.